chapter seven. <laughs> We're already done almost half the course. This is crazy coming up on halfway. I love this chapter. I loved it so much when I first came across it in this course in 2016. Most of your life is experienced through your senses. So I guess it's time to learn a bit more about how that works. Let's do this. Enjoy. First up, audition, the sensation of vibration, sound propagating through air, molecules displacing, detection of compression and rarefication, three dimensions carrying different information, tone of frequency, yeah we're calling it pitch, amplitude or intensity, aka loudness, timbre to identify the source of the stimulus, a measure of sound complexity like in a rasp or a hiss. Here's the anatomy of the ear in a three part split, the pin is where sound enters, working from outside in, then the canal to the tympanic membrane that transmits vibrations to the middle ear where the ossicles sit, then just past the oval window, a membrane exists, transferring the vibrations to the cochlea in a jiff, a long coil tube with a basil of membrane, pitch encoded, where it's wide, it's lowest, and the highest, where it's slim. The cochlea split into three longitudinal divisions, scalar media, sandwich, tympani, and vestibuli in opposition. Zoom in on the media, the organ of corti fills your vision, made of two membranes, hair cells, and cilia on a mission. Auditory ammunition, hair cells attached to the rigid tectorial membrane in the top position via cilia reaching to touch it. Vibrations make them stretch and fidget, movement of membranes and water leads to bending of the link tips. How do you perceive human speech? Well, it's easy. Movement of the membrane triggers hair cell activity, maximally activated near to the states for higher frequencies, a basilar reaction that makes your voice clear to me. At specific spots in the membrane, it's place coding. When frequency is lowest, it's owing mostly to rate coding. When neurons encode how fast the frequency is going, firing rates from where the information is flowing, it's flowing. Two sets of hair cells, the outer are the regulators, like muscles, tectorial sensitivity manipulators, inner ones transmit to the brain, information propagators, if they're missing, you'll miss your hearing like Ruth Bader. Pitch perception dual coded by place and by rate, loudness is what more active hair cells indicate, timbre's a mixture of overtones integrated with the fundamental, the basic pitch, the sound source created. Three factors allow for spatial location phase differences, cause eardrums to compress and syncopation. That's for low frequencies, but for higher ones, it's for making differences in each ear's loudness sensation. Timbre helps too, cause sound waves that bounce off the folds of the pin to attenuate or enhance certain frequencies. So if your ear was taken and switched in your sleep, the foundation of your hearing would be shaken. Okay, the path to the auditory cortex starts in the ear from the organ of corti, the first nerve is Cochlear, the axon synapse in the medulla near the olivary nuclei superior than the midbrain's colliculi inferior. These latter two projections help in sound source detection. Then head up to the thalamus to make the next connection in the medial geniculate nucleus section. Finally arrive at the temporal lobe of the primary cortex. And like the basilar membrane, A1 has a representation of a tonotopic nature, a similar organization. The belt and parabelt regions refer to association. Don't forget. The ventral what and dorsal wear pathways The compensatory mechanistic vestibular system Detecting acceleration and maintaining head position It doesn't produce any sensation Correct eye movements in charge of balance and orientation And spatial spatial wisdom The utricle and saccular vestibular sacs Activated when you tilt your head back Semicircular canals Three tubes of fluid flowing past the cupula 
A gelatinous mass is found in the ampulla. You got touch, pressure, temperature, and pain receptors. The skin has cutaneous senses, exteroceptive, kinesthesia, and body positions, proprioceptive, organic visceral information is interoceptive. Working inward, the skin is made of epidermis, dermis, and hypodermis. Glabrous, less elaborate, cause there's no hair on the surface. It's where you find the mice. If you read braille, it's for this purpose. Ruffini stretch, Pacini vibration, simple touches, Merkel discs. Nothing in life is free except the nerve endings. In the skin that are pain and temperature sensing. Cold infos with eight delta myelinated fibers ascending. While naked C fibers are where the warmth is heading. We also got mechanoreceptors, yes, and nociceptors. The former respond to stretching, pinching, and pressure. The latter are noxious stimuli and extreme heat detectors, including capsaicin, the spicy part of chili peppers. Localized info follows ipsilateral ascension through the dorsal column to the medulla section. Crew touch, temperature, and pain go to the opposite direction. Cross and synapse right away, then up to the spinal thalamic projection. Tactile agnosia is like a lack of object recognition. They can often draw the thing, but touch is not sufficient. Using touch to discern the object nature is an issue. They might think a ribbon's a rubber band or a towel's a tissue. Now you're sensing specific molecules, the system's olfactory. If it's smelly, it's volatile. In the odor and category, they're almost all lipid soluble and organic. But some are odorless, like an ideal trip to the lavatory. Enter the epithelium sitting beneath the cribiform plate in the glomerulus odor processing the Think. It's where receptors synapse in the ball, but just wait, you'll find the microcells who send axons right up to the brain. Finally, we got the adjacent perception of taste. Like chemical transmission, it's similarly mediated. Taste buds are groups of taste receptors, transmission is graded, releasing neurotransmitters, creating taste sensations. Six different categories of taste receptors were found. Sweet, salty, umami, fatty, bitter, and sound. Every bit of taste is unique. Umami's when glutamate is around. Primary gustatory cortex is in the insula surround. That's how we do it.